everybody. Welcome to the TF Tuesday podcast. I am your host, Kay Libra, and today I am joined with my esteemed good friend and co-host, Zill. How you doing, Zill? I'm doing good. I'm doing pretty nicely, and uh, today's been kind of rainy, but I'll fucking live with that. I will take the rain and the uh, milder temperature over the fucking scorchers that we've had. Oh, yeah. Um, so, uh, flooding over burning. Oh, absolutely. A preferred apocalypse, gotcha. Yes, 100%. Give me those tsunamis, baby. (laughs) Oh, scary shit, because you can see them coming. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Yeah, you can see your doom coming, and you're like, all right, bet. But I bet nobody saw this coming, because, uh, and no, I don't mean the intro. (laughs) I I mean that today we are going to be talking about a video that has uh, crossed our path, and it's uh, by a YouTuber called uh, Saber Spark, yes. which I didn't know who this guy was, but I, has yeah. yeah. I, I'd only like seen his name pop up because I thought he had like said he was a furry or something, and I remembered seeing like uh, like a saber tooth cat at one point, and that was literally all I knew about him. I didn't know anything else about what he does or who he is or anything else. To be frank, I'd only seen this one video so yeah and um it took a bit and we watched it because it's called a deep dive into the transformation trope so we just had to listen to it i did and had a lot of thoughts yeah many thoughts to be uh to be brought up so um before i continue i just want to let you know that if you want to support us we do have a patreon which is uh patreon slash tf tuesday pod and also that is our twitter because that's what it's called um <laughs> tf at tf tuesday podcast and um yeah you can follow us there uh we do have a presence on blue sky so we'll be dropping those credentials uh later on so that you can follow us there and yeah. hopefully we can all migrate to a better place yeah yeah and uh yeah so let's um let's get started with this because there's a there's a there's stuff to pick apart so again this is a deep dive into the transformation trope and i'm mm-hmm. going to open with a little something called brandolini's principle if you ever heard of it I, I have no idea what that is okay you didn't you didn't know what it was no. so anybody who doesn't know what what it is um yeah you'll know now it's um it's pretty it says the amount of energy needed to refute bullshit is an order of magnitude bigger than that needed to produce it. <laughs> All right. It's an internet adage that was coined in 2013, and, that is a, and that's supposed to emphasize how much effort it takes to debunk anything. Right. Yeah. So, so if you've ever had to sit there and tell people why they're wrong about something or why it doesn't work... You'll end up spending 20 minutes as opposed to the 10 seconds they just fucking took this yeah, about that's it. that's true. That's a good point. Because, you know, anyone can come up with any bullshit on the spot. And, you know, to debunk it, I mean, this is kind of the world we live in these days, honestly. It's like, you can just say anything and to actually, like, fact check shit, it's, like, really fucking difficult and takes all this time and energy and it's fucking exhausting. Yeah. And um, now... I'm also going to preface this by saying that the video is not completely wrong and completely full of shit, but it has some distinct failings. Yeah, and we're not, like, criticizing Saber Spark as a person, to be clear. I think it's also important to just say that. We're criticizing the video and the opinions it's putting forward 
primarily because some of them are just flat out wrong and others are like can lead to misconceptions yeah so you, you dude you can always always just do this video over again some people have done it yeah i would recommend it yeah uh so so this is a deep dive i'd like to say that um it is a 38 minute video almost 39 38 43 this video um is that long but this also includes little jokes, uh, you know, little, shilling a plush. Yeah, shilling a plush, things like that. This is not a very deep dive into what transformation is, uh, and especially since it's uh, it's relegated to being a trope, and it's it's kind of frustrating because this expands way way farther into the the concept of it. Uh, it, it it talks about. Um, it talks about uh, the Bible. It talks about um, ancient it, Greeks. Yeah, ancient Greeks. Uh, and 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 mind you, this is this channel is supposed to be about animation primarily. Yeah. See, I didn't even know that when we first saw this video. I was like, "Huh, deep dive." And then it started talking mostly about animation. I was like, "Huh, but you opened with the Bible. What is going on here?" And then it was only after we did a bit of digging that we were like, "Oh, okay, it's supposed to be about animation." Got it. Yeah. And it's and and like holy shit, to 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 start off with things like uh, the metamorphosis in 1915, and you're like you're starting there, but then it goes back a little bit to Jekyll and Hyde, but then it goes to 8 A.D. and then it goes to, and then it goes to the Bible, right? The the Bible, yeah, yeah, and and also they mention Zeus turning in the stuff to to fuck people, yeah. Very scattershot. Yeah, very scattershot, and and it also made me think, why are you starting there? Uh, and and also, I'm going to cut ahead to something that they established. Transformation, in as they are establishing it, is pretty much a change of any kind. Yes, it's a change of any kind, meaning that um, it, it could be anything. It could be as small as character development. It could be as large as actually changing your form. Yeah, so they're like, oh, the earliest, uh, the earliest, um, I, the earliest version of transformation, the earliest transformation story is, uh, is, is Ovid, you know, Ovid's, um, fucking poet about the metamorphosis. Yeah, but you can find something even earlier, and it's, um, and it's, it's in, it's in Buddhism. Mm. Yeah, it's the story older than the bible or the or the metamorphosis is the legend behind Gautama Buddhas and that's around 563 BCE so it's er so it's earlier than that by like about 600 years and it's supposed to be the transformation from like uh from like this prince to a buddha you mm -hmm. know so if you're going to go by that kind of standard i don't know why they omitted that it took me about 5 minutes to find out and this goes into one of my first frustrations with the one of my first big frustrations with this is it's not enough time even for a generalized view of what this is in yeah. media yeah and i think one of the things that just strikes me as strange about the whole thing is that again you you're starting off with things kind of saying they're the oldest when they're not but more importantly like you've selectively picked a few examples that in to be honest still strike me as strange in terms of picking those especially if you are an animation focused channel and that's not to say like I, I understood what they were going for like they were basically trying to be like this is like transformation this is its history in human culture now we're going to talk about animation but like 
it muddies the waters in such a way that it dilutes its own point, in my opinion. And that's the frustrating part. Um, and that's not even touching on the whole, like, joke fetish- fetishization of, like, uh, his gender-swapped avatar, so to speak. But that's a whole other yeah. conversation. Yeah, it's, 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 um, oh, man. I get it. It's, it's, it's a thing for the internet. It's gonna, it's the booba that's gonna get the clicks, whatever. Like, I, I'm not criticizing that. I am, but I'm not, because I get it. I get it. I get what he's going for. What you're saying is that that's not, that's not the big point, but it's there, and you can't ignore it, because they, that's the front of the video. Yeah, like, he makes her do a fucking cat dance. The the sad cat dance? I'm just like, oh my god. Yeah, and, and I'm thinking to myself, (sighs) and, and just, and, and the tone, the tone of it, and we're gonna get into it, because, we know what our core audience is and what they understand this to be from their perspective. Uh, I, I don't know why this channel goes for like a really soft touch. They won't say that anybody was killed or murdered or tortured, but there's, there's, there's like some, there's like some skeevy pervy shit as far as I'm concerned. Mm -hmm. I just think it's weird if you're, um, if you want to get off to a girl version of yourself, that's all. (laughs) I mean, I, I, I can, Hey, it no, can be the first I mean, step to discovering you're an egg, but you know. <laughs> oh man, I'm I'm being dead serious. Well, well, probably, but but all I gotta say is that in terms of this video's presentation, yeah. she really doesn't want to be in this position. Yeah, I know. It is kind of mean to her. I feel bad for her. Yeah, don't be mean to yourself. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's weird. So already with the whole mentioning of ancient texts and their you know and their inclusion of transformation and not even going that far back as mm-hmm. like an effort or even mentioning you know cave wall paintings yeah i'm kind of thinking to myself if you're going to be doing this general history then it needs I'd, to be more expansive yeah way more expansive mm-hmm. because because not because you're saying the transformation trope but this kind of falls apart as we keep going uh there's the other thing um i don't like that they also say in terms regarding the bible they mentioned stuff like uh I guess the effect that uh, these stories have on people saying that the Bible is what successfully, not successfully, but like it large, it villainized snakes, it mm-hmm. demonized them, which I, I don't know about that, man. Uh, snakes are dangerous. Most places mm-hmm. people are scared of them. I think that if you're going to be talking about the impact it had, I, I really would like some more. Which, again, it's very frustrating if you're going to be saying these things and not elaborating on them. Yeah, like, if you're just dropping these little, like, things and then you don't actually talk more about, like, from a more holistic perspective, like, it's just, like, little things that can then be easily picked apart. And, again, it's, like, I understand that this is not, like, this segment of the video is not supposed to be, like, an overarching, like, this is setting the tone for the rest of the thing, but you are using it as a table setter. So, like... If you're going to use that to set the table, you kind of do need to give it a little more oomph. Otherwise, it's, again, it's easy for us to sit here and take pot shots at it because it's 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 very easy. It falls apart under, like, the simplest of scrutiny, right? Yeah, so. and, you know, it's it's it comes off as, like, some kind of anthropological study that they're starting to kind of scratch the mm-hmm. surface of, and that's very, very frustrating. And we're not experts or anything like that we are aficionados in our own right yeah but we we can't make prescriptive statements about a lot of things uh but the reason that we're even um going on this again is uh stuff they do yeah which doesn't work 
So we have our opinions, but we're, we're still going to lay out clearly what we have problems with. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and besides, we, we need to also make sure that when we see stuff like this pop up, we don't just settle for it because somebody made a yeah, tough thing. This, this was the thing that was running through my head, too. You know, like, I understand that there are a large portion of us in the community that desperately want, like, acceptance. And I understand. I understand where you're coming from. Trust me. I truly, truly do. But we, like you just said, Libra, like, we shouldn't be settling for that. If there's going to be representation of us, it should be fulsome. It should be respectful. It should be well-researched. And it should actually do the trope or, uh, you know, process or what have you right. And that's not what this video really does because it's not really focused on presenting something that's authentic to the community of people who's interested in it. And again, like, I, like I'm not saying you can't make videos about this without doing that, but, like, if you want it to actually be good, you have to. Like, you can't make a video like this and make it all about transformation as a trope or whatever, and then just, like, completely ignore the roots of it and the actual people who are the ones who are spreading it around. Like, it's a really important part of it. And it plays so much into animation, which is the focus of this channel. So I just, when it, when it comes to, like, community folks, I recognize how exciting it can be to be like, oh, this person made this thing about transformation. But if it's not good... <laughs> We shouldn't feel bad saying that about it. Like, we should be able to say, hey, this isn't actually, like, this missed the mark. And, like, we have the right to demand better representation. Yeah, and this, and, and also, for, for anybody who else who may come across this video, we know this video literally wasn't made for us in mind. Yeah, but, it's but, for normies. But, but if you're going to lay out these premises... If you, premises, premises. Yeah. yeah, if you're going to lay out these premises uh, for people who want just to understand, like, well, what the fuck is the significance of this? This can be done way better. Mm -hmm. And and then if somebody finds out, oh, you're into this thing specifically, oh, I remember watching that Saber Spark video, and they're going to come to you with stuff from this video, and you are going to be very confused, and they are going to be way more confused about you. Yeah. And... And and we don't want that because that shit is frustrating because it's already difficult enough for a lot of people to just talk about this. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's like a preempt in a way. It is. Yeah. So yeah, and and you know, so you know, they talk about fiction and they kind of wrap up fiction in the origin, which okay, fine, because as far as we know, mm -hmm. nobody's ever turned into something else physically, and they and they yet. yet waiting on that yeah they, they bring up shrek for instance okay and here's a problem that i have with it uh they said that it uses transformation in a subversive way i don't understand how that's the case if you've ever watched shrek <laughs> you've seen shrek too right yes yes okay yeah for for anybody who actually hasn't seen it uh princess gets turned into an ogre like the titular character and um yeah it's a whole learning experience for mm -hmm. her I mean, I think what they're trying to go for when they say it's subversive is that, you know, in this kind of typical archetype of a story, you know, the guy goes to save the princess or whatever, nothing really happens with the princess. She doesn't have her own character or her own character arc or whatever. So from that perspective, 
I could understand what they're trying to say, but that's like, not really subversive in my mind. But she like, does have a character arc. She goes from, like... No, I know, but what I'm saying is, I think what they were originally saying is that having a character arc for her like this involving transformation is subversive. I, but I don't see it, Yeah, I, I guess I, is what I'm saying. Yeah, I, again, I like, don't understand. Maybe, yes, it was, I guess, a shock if you were, like, watching the movie and you were, like, ten... But, like, I don't actually think in the genre of actual, like, media analysis, this is subversive in, in really any way. There's plenty of stories where people are turned into something and they learn a lesson or they learn something about themselves and then they maybe change back, maybe they don't. And that's it. Like, that's not a new trope. No, it's it's not. I, I Again, I don't know what was subversive about it, that they made jokes with it. That they that they screwed around with the fairy tales, those are other subversions. Yeah, that's other subversions. Yeah, I I, I don't I don't get it. I don't get what they were trying to like, say. Like you that. could if you you could substitute the transformation in that story with something else, and the story would still work. So I don't really think it's a subversion of using it as a trope. Yeah, it's it's it, it just is. Person changes. Uh, they learn, and everything has changed. Therefore, you know, there you go. Which is a lot of stories, yeah. Um, especially using this, yeah. And uh, and okay. Um, there's another thing in the in the when it comes to their talk about fiction, they said that there's like positive and negative transformations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, what do you think? It's just there's not enough nuance given to this conversation on this specific topic. And that really frustrated me because I feel like you could make a whole episode about, you know, transformations that are positive and transformations that are negative. And, like, the way that it kind of, like, frames them, I don't really think it talks about, like, how deeply some of these things can affect a story and are just focused instead on, like, the outcomes. There, it can be a lot of positive stuff associated with, like, losing control or... Um, and negative things or situations resulting from taking a voluntary change. So, like, flattening it like that just struck me as really strange when it doesn't really align with a lot of what we see in fiction. Some of it does, don't get me wrong. There are definitely, like, the voluntary transformations that are positive and the uh, involuntary ones that are negative and involve loss of control and all that stuff. But, like, that's not a universal constant. And what I take issue with this and with a lot of other things in this video is these statements are declarative like we said at the top like it's like this is how it is and it's like no it's not and also i can tell you like five examples off the top of my head where it doesn't do that so like what research was actually done and this is a deep dive this yeah, is deep dive it's in the title it says deep dive yeah we don't have we don't have depth to this and and, and and really, come on, we got video essays that run for, like, two and a half hours on a single, like, video game. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, are you going to tell me that you're going to take this concept, run for less than 40 minutes, mm-hmm. and say, yeah, this is, this is my in-depth look at this entire premise, which gets defined in really weird ways, yeah. which I'll also get to? Yeah. And not good and i I get we're being semantic here but like if it was overview into the transformation trope maybe i'd feel less of a way around this but it's not it's called a deep dive so like yeah so i had expectations yeah Yeah. what is this deep dive show me how deep you're going you're not going deep so i'm very disappointed we hit the shallow end shit man come on man (laughs) i just 
just very and and um uh, yeah i i do like that i do like what you had to say about it and it also just reinforces the whole the whole idea that it's important to distinguish that you have more than just positive and negative mm-hmm. and cuz cuz they'll go on to say that it's a very it's it's a ubiquitous trope mm-hmm. but also a genre we'll get into that yeah I, I we both feel a certain way about using the term trope about this yeah and they bring up some examples they you know they say like you know they finally bring in some animation some animated examples which are interesting they mention the oldest surviving animated film called the adventures of prince ahmed and that that's that's true i checked it because i wanted to be (laughs) you know i hadn't heard of this film before so that was interesting to me yeah neither have i see this video does have its good points i wouldn't have found out about a few of these things and they talk about sailor moon for a little while and they say things like it's uh you know made uh made transformations uh like uh, the popularized magical girl transformations specifically yeah yeah it's it's not really like something i can contest unless somebody else knows better than we do and they could just say in the comments Mm -hmm. but um but then they bring it uh but then they bring up an earlier example of a magical girl and they bring up osamu tezuka <laughs> now that shit raised my eyebrows really really high. I stopped what I was doing and I paid attention and I waited. We both did. I fucking my eyes bugged out while I was watching this. And I was like, are they going to are they going to do it? Yeah. Are they going to do it? Are they going to do it? You already had your uh you already had your rule 63 self do a sad cat dance for you. And you know, she had to hit you with the horny bat. You um, you're gonna talk about Osamu now. Yeah, yeah. And uh, what they specifically bring up is uh, is an old manga called Princess Knight. And um, yeah, uh, Princess Knight got animated, and they talk about that a little bit, and uh, they bring in a bit of that uh, the gender bending mm-hmm. uh, that uh, apparently the character was described to have been born with both the heart of a boy and a girl, and she goes on adventures and she fights bad guys and things like that, and she can you know she can change herself and she can like swap from yeah. boy to girl, all that kind of stuff. It's 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 cool and all, um, but they also say that uh, this kind of how, how should I say? It? They, 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 um, they said that it's um, it kind of like pioneered gender bending, mm. which I think is an exploration in itself as well for a deep dive. Yeah, you're bringing that up now. Yeah, that's kind of pretty expansive. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it would take for me to find out what set off like gender bending in stories. Yeah, or change from man to woman and all that. I shit. mean, it's such an old trope. I mean, I, I, this is obviously not the first example, but like my immediate thought goes to Twelfth Night by Shakespeare, whereby part of the crux of the story is there is a woman who is disguising herself as a man. Like it's a whole part of the the story. She doesn't actually transform, but that's definitely like a form of gender bending. Like it's a very old trope. Yeah, but are they? But again, since the video started with things like the Bible. <laughs> I don't know if they're talking about in media overall, in literature, or in just animation. I actually don't know. 
Yeah. Because now I'm thinking, wait a minute, is this, are you really saying that Princess Knight got uh, got gender bending to to really to really spark? I don't know. I mean, nobody's heard of Golden Bat. What's Golden Bat? Golden Bat, uh, if I'm not mistaken, was the uh, yeah, was the first Japanese superhero, like the first. Yeah, the first okay. superhero. Okay. Uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, talk about deep dives. I'm going to uh, I'm going to a shell for a YouTube channel called Kenny Lauderdale, mm-hmm. and Kenny Lauderdale does these excellent videos on anime and uh, some live action Japanese media. They're really fucking good. This guy goes digging and digging and digging and digging. Um, here, one one really good one to start off on, I think, is that uh, he does um, he does a video on what anime is. Okay. It's like, does this count as an anime? Does this count as an yeah. anime? It's it's really good. But uh, that aside, it's an example of how you can do a deep dive onto a subject and really actually get some concrete things down. Uh, this again is frustrating because it glazes over a lot. Osamu Tezuka has uh, <laughs> has. Uh, <laughs> has now a, a reputation that can precede him post-mortem yeah I which know. really fucking sucks for him it does suck for him yeah and that's going to definitely be something that will come up if people look into this guy's work which yeah. this video will make at least a few people do and then yeah. they'll start asking other questions that this video is not prepared to uh to help people answer their video not ours we're, yeah, we're having to answer yeah we, like to be clear we're talking about the porn drawer yeah uh-huh. I think like I think we need to give a bit of explanation to the porn drawer. Yeah, it was, we'll get to that because okay. there'll be okay. one other example coming <laughs> up later. Uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, they brought up uh, and you know they brought up other media and stuff. They mentioned Madoka Magica and sh- shit like that. A banger of an anime, by the way. Everyone should watch that anime. We'll watch it sometime. You I've heard really, really good things it's about it. Really fucking good. But yeah, and Homura uh, did nothing wrong. <laughs> But yeah, they they uh they talk a bit about that and how it got shit started, which is fine. They even mention Cutie Honey, which I'm just like, oh yay, fun Cutie Honey. Uh, I like that. That's also very very <laughs> pornographic. I was gonna say, um, this this comes up a lot. Like this video really wants to like dance around the NSFW stuff. And look, I understand that's not necessarily why everyone is into transformation we've talked about that at length multiple times but like you can't go an entire video and just like ignore that like that's ludicrous to me yeah like it it, it just just baffles the mind especially when again as we've talked about you have your rule 63 like stand-in doing the sad cat girl dance like we all know why we're here you cannot give me this video and then be like oh but it's a totally sanitized thing and yep nothing nothing weird and horny has ever happened here like come on give me a fucking break you got to talk about it especially because there's plenty of not safe for work animations that involve transformation so it's not like they don't exist yeah, so they, why aren't they coming up they they make it some of these things are obviously really horny even compared to uh even compared to stuff that isn't catered to our audience yeah and that is because they do it on purpose and sometimes it's deliberately to make people uncomfortable yeah, it just happens to not make me Fuck. uncomfortable sometimes <laughs> it is the exact opposite um so uh, so, so we'll probably come back to more of uh, Osamu because, again, I said something else would come up. And also okay. I mentioned Cutie Honey, which is Gona yes, Guy. If you've seen Gona Guy's stuff, he's got a lot of transformation. There's, there's some really nice stuff he's done. Lots of monster girls and muscles and big tits. 
Um, so all of the things you love. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I know Golden Guy by name. That's exactly why. Yeah. yeah. I'm not faulting you for that. So, and 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 now that we've uh, we've established a little bit of that, which again we'll put a pin in. Mm. Um, they um, they start defining it, and they um, they state that it's a genre. They state that transformation is a genre. Yeah. So, would you like to go into why that's a problem when it when the video says transformation trope that it's deep diving into? Yeah. Yeah. I just. I know that some people, again, listen, I understand some people are going to be like, you're splitting hairs. And it's like, well, I'm sorry, we came here to do a proper deconstruction of this video. So too bad, E-Rocks. Um, genre and trope, two completely fucking different things. You cannot interchange those things. Genre, I think everyone knows what a genre is, but a trope is something that comes up in stories. So a genre is a type of story. A trope is something that comes up within stories. You cannot use them interchangeably. They're not the same thing. So I don't understand why they use it both ways. Like, the definition of the trope is a genre. That Like, there's an oxymoron here. Yeah. Hello? I'm not, I'm not trying to be a bitch, but what the fuck? Like, that's... And, I mean, this, this guy gets into something even... A broader conversation as well, because, in my opinion, it's not really either of those like it's it's more than either of those things like yes you can see certain films or stories or what have you that have inserted themselves into telling it in a very genre type way like a certain transformation story but transformation is something much more deep and focal which by the way this video does like kind of do a decent job of saying if even if they don't say it explicitly because they literally talk about character development being a kind of transformation yeah and, and they're like right that. i like that i'm like yes thank you thank you for broadening the definition because transformation is so broad but you cannot sit here and tell me that every single story with character development is now in the genre of transformation like that's ludicrous and we've just we've said okay every single story that's ever existed is part of the transformation genre that yeah. makes no sense like, so so it's just it, this is why i get frustrated with this using of the term in that way like transformation is not a genre it's not a trope i don't have the right word off the top of my head because now i'm all heated but like broadly speaking it is something that is much more fundamental okay. to storytelling and you cannot just like put it in okay. a box like that so 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 here I'll, I'll help with that um if you agree that that's why it's the concept of transformation transformation as mm. this Ca transformation as a change in personality as a change in form what kind of change in form it, it's a, it's a concept it's a premise yeah. it's a lot of things that's, that's why word. that's why it, it makes more sense when you say something like let's discuss transformation in horror well that has a very specific uh sort of theming to it mm. when you say transformation in horror let's discuss transformation in fairy tales Oh, that's the, the the purpose of it can span you know all kinds of topics. Yeah. So, you you so yeah. If you're going to be giving us these these borderline academic sounding, uh, these are factoids. Here's yeah. another little fun fact: the a factoid actually is a fact that sounds true and isn't. These are factoids. Uh, <laughs> 
that that's a factoid. The, the the fact is that genre and trope are different things. Yes, they and are. this is going to get more frustrating down the line of the video. Yeah, and because the, because they, they even got this quote up here, which uh, we both looked it up. Yeah, right? we're like this this isn't a quote from anywhere. Yeah, and I it, typed it into Google. It did not come up. Yeah, it reads the transformation trope is a genre of art and literature that centers around the theme of radical change, whether it's physical or psychological. We don't know who said this, and if you said this, if you wrote this into the video yourself, you didn't need to put it in quotation marks, because now I'm wondering where you got this. Again, it's also this is... missing capitalization at the start of the sentence. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why that is. <laughs> Sorry, I know I'm being, like, mega bitch to say that, but, like, I'm like, bruh. Oh, but come on, man. Bruh. This is, this is like, this is a deep dive. Please, you got you got a lot this is of a deep dive on a Yeah, this is a deep dive on a 2 million subscriber channel please come on come on please like yeah please don't don't do this and 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 then narrative transformation which is like yeah Arguably, narrative transformation is the most prevalent type of transformation and for very good reason it centers around the internal change of a character you know the hero's journey character arcs overcoming a trial or tribulation stuff like that and not to get too carried away, but the transformation trope in that sense is like the cornerstone of writing, period. Like every great story ever told technically uses this story structure. Take A Christmas Carol, for example. Scrooge doesn't physically change, but along his journey, he does so internally. He goes... <laughs> All right. so, so technically every story ever told uses this. So why are you calling it a trope or a genre? Yeah, explain. It, it's none explain of this. Explain to me. <laughs> now everything is transformation. Everything uh, is a transformation story. There's nothing to there's nothing to pick out, unless you want to redefine all media as a transformation story, which is weird. If yeah. you do that, this podcast is a transformation story about how Libra and Zill collectively lose their shit more and more over time after watching this video. And also, we did change this podcast. And... Yeah, exactly. Anyway, <laughs> it's it, but but it's but it's such a sweeping statement, and then you and when you mindlessly say shit like that, you're gonna have people speaking in these these uh, these prescriptive ways. Yeah, they won't know what the fuck they're saying, and they make it sound good enough. They don't. Yeah, if you say something with your whole chest, sometimes people will just believe you, like factoids. Yeah like factoids this that's Except a, when we say because obviously everything we say is 100 percent true and factual yeah this is true it's factually a factoid it's factually a factoid <laughs> <laughs> we're willing to be corrected people just yes uh, we are yeah but so call so, me out on twitter.com meet me behind the waffle house Ooh, hot question mark preferably with 14 werewolves but you know i'm not picky Okay, just uh, get torn apart in the other way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I need you. I, I I need and want you alive for later days. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> um. So yeah, this is this is really uh this is really kind of a shitty thing to do when you're deep diving into something. I'm gonna keep harping on it because that's all I kept thinking of. This is your deep dive. This is your deep dive. This is your deep dive. Please don't do this again. Yeah. Yeah. How do you? Because, uh, because again, a trope can exist within a genre, and you can insert the trope into something else within another genre. It, it's, it's, and now it's every story. Yep. I told you this would get more frustrating as we went on. All right, now, <laughs> now, 
<laughs> we we go through all this shit, and um, if you want to if you want to get into why narrative. <sighs> oh, okay. Oh, You're making the God. face. This is probably the most frustrating part of the video for me. Or, well, actually, sorry. Yes, this and the part right after it are the most frustrating parts of the video for me. Let's and go I down just... the list of some of the more common uh, subcategories of transformation and examples used in animation. Let's There's go down the, the list. species change where you got <laughs> characters transforming themselves to animals or objects or, quite frankly, anything. We see this with Master Splinter in TMNT, Haku in Spirited Away, and the servants in the cap. So, so okay, they 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 say that they they, they introduced the common subcategories of transformation here. Mm -hmm. Let's start with species change, as they say. Mm -hmm. All right, we're going by their categories that yes. they present to us: yes. species change, uh, turning into another animal or object. I think that's like 95% of like stories Yeah. outside of the character development. Like put that aside for a second. Yeah. That's like 90%, 95% of the like actual like things you see in transformation stuff. Yeah. But my keyboard is not a species. Sorry. Say that again. My keyboard is not a species. <laughs> I they mean, say, yeah. they say species transformation is that. Animals though, oh, I see what you're saying. Yes, that is correct. I'm, I'm, I'm chafed by that. Mm. Why would you say that? Because fuck you, that's why. I don't know, man. Just, just, just. I love to become the species of chair in my spare time. Hey, hey, fine. There's actually different genuses of chair. So, like, for example, you're sitting in a in the genus of gamer chair, and I'm sitting in the genus of. I did not buy a wooden gamer chair. chair. How, could I know. <laughs> How could you? How could you do that to me? I'm riling you up on purpose. That, that's that's not a factoid. That's slander. That is slander. <laughs> what are you gonna do about it? Uh, good thing you're sitting right next to me. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, but you you understand? What I mean, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, you know, I guess we have like different genuses of chair. Like, like, what is this? Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why you said that. You know what a species of a thing is. We don't. No. We don't do this. It sounded like you wrote that down. I'm being a little mean here. It sounds like you wrote that down. You record the line, and then you're like, "Eh, that's fine. Just leave it." Yeah, come on, man. Please, you have almost two million subs. This is this is actually your job now. Yeah, pretty much. Come on, man. Uh, next category. Next subcategory is age change, making somebody physically older or younger. Okay, I'll you know fucking link Fine. to the past yeah, you know, whatever where the character whether older or younger is transformed to a different age the fairly odd parents did this and so did rugrats in a hilarious way gee tommy don't you think you should slow down a little slow down but if i do that how am i going to get a ticket a ticket a ticket to what i don't know but if you want one you gotta go fast there's also an episode of Steven Universe where he aged himself up, but then almost died, which, yeah, that was dark. Oh, look, I have what, um, what appears to be a delicious pie. I sincerely hope that nothing happens to... Oh, Steven! <laughs> Are you trying to kill him faster? After that, you got the men. I just, I, I sorry, that episode is so fucked up, but also a delight to watch. But yeah, I mean, okay, that one I'm not gonna like. No, it's 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 whatever. It is. It's, it's whatever. It's pretty yeah. boilerplate. Uh, pretty boilerplate. It was the mental change thing, which 
fucks with me. personality change, which is usually temporary and explained by being changed by an outside force or those changed characters being replaced by an imposter. Sock Opera from Gravity Falls is a good example of this. This can't be happening. What did you do to my body? Sorry, kid, but you're my puppet now. <laughs> then there's the mind swap. Pretty obvious. Yeah, okay, so that wasn't a mental change. Can yeah. we just say that's not a mental change? It's not a mental it's change. It's not. It's not. It's just not. To, 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 to replace a part and, like, change the way it works is not necessarily a transformation. No, it's not. He got transformed into a ghost. <laughs> that's what happened. It's a The species of ghost. The species of ghost. Mm -hmm. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, um, I don't know. The, 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 the existing subject got made into some, I mean you could argue that they got made into something but i think it's a stretch man mm, yeah i guess i just like mental changes like we talk about them so much and like the media that we consume and i just to like see it kind of like glossed over as like a type of transformation that's like on the equivalent with like species changes is weird and also it's also described incorrectly so i'm just like sitting here and i'm like what? Which is frustrating. Which is frustrating that they use that example from Gravity Falls, where uh, you know they, they install someone else because the the next one is uh, mind swap. Two characters yeah. and hijinks ensues. Jeez, who hasn't done this? Kim Possible did this. Phineas and Ferb. Heck, this was a main plot point in Shrek the Third with Donkey and Puss. Donkey, what? Is there something in my teeth? <gasps> Oh no! I've been abracadabbered into a fancy feast in second rate sound! You mean like what Bill Cipher did, kind of? Bill Cipher. In the Gravity Falls. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, that's. that. that but, but no, wait. Uh, well, actually, no, wait. Yes, it was, because it was swapped out for another mind. It was just the, yeah. the, other, the other one didn't have a destination. Yeah. So that. So, that, so why did you use it that way? Yeah. Like, Mind Swap is a kind of a TF. I'm not saying it's not. But again, I'm like, why didn't you use the other one for mind swap if that's what you were going for? Yeah. It's just, it's very confused. I'm just very confused watching this. Yeah. Again, all of these things are also being given, like, equivalency to species and object changes, which again is, like, the vast majority. And I'm like, what? There is one thing that I forgot to mention about the mental change. Mm. Uh, they included the concept of being replaced by an imposter for some reason. That is not any kind of transformation to have. No, it's not. Invasion of the body snatchers is not people being transformed at all. Yeah, it's. Well, actually, it's the next one. After possession. that, there's possession, which involves also, obviously, characters being possessed or puppeted and their personas are overwritten entirely by a secondary party. Yeah, so, like, that's not a TF. It's not. It's, it's not. It's a, it's a trigger we've seen for yeah, plenty absolutely. of Yeah, absolutely. But, yeah. but that doesn't change. Making your body into a prison is, is not necessarily automatically that. No. We live with that every day. Ayo. Uh, but seriously, that's not a TF. Like, if you get possessed and then your body changes because of that, that is a transformation. But like you said, it's a trigger. So, like, and again, that is also kind of what happened in that Bill Cipher clip. Like, he kind of went in and possessed his body, kind of. I just, like, I first of all, again, I don't know why that's here. 
because it's not a TF, but also second of all, why did we just get like three things that are kind of shades of each other? Like it's like this this is what bothers me about these categories. It's just so weird to me that they did it in this way. I I don't I don't get it. But next is gender transformation, which I I, I hope is there's Easy enough to, 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 to stomach. Yeah. This guy has done a whole video about. That's how you were born. That's how I was born. Yeah, I mean, there's not really much to say about that one other than, yeah, that's correct. Yeah, so, okay. Yeah, he got that one right. Yeah, well done. Boy to girl, he happened. <laughs> but, uh, or the, girl to boy. Or girl to boy. No, sorry, it's always the other way around, man. Oh, always God. the other way around. What are you talking about? The FTM community is is crying. You know, at some point, maybe we should talk a little bit about that. We probably should because I I'm not a huge fan of TGTF or TG in general, but I am. The, I, I but I don't I I don't like the the weirdness surrounding the slant of it. Yeah, the split. Yeah, I, I don't like it at all. And yeah. I and 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 now I'm more interested in uh in um in fucking FTM because. Yeah, because it just is to me. I, 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 yeah, it's, it's the other. Are, so are you saying that Saber's video has sparked an idea in you? Mm. Urge to kill Ryzen. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we have the last one: physical alteration. And then there's physical alteration, which are transformations based on physical changes to a character's body, whether through personal choice, magic, or some happenstance. This is all over animation. I feel I can throw a dart randomly and have it hit a cartoon show and there's a good chance said show has featured physical... So that's it. That's all the transformations. There aren't any more. The subcategories, dude. Those, those are all the subcategories. So you mean physical alteration encompasses... Well, it looked like it was like outfit changes, but we know like... If you wanted to do this properly, yes, you could talk about, like, oh, you know, like, but muscle show, growth but or, like, show, shrinking or they whatever. They show this, like, kid getting turned into, like, essentially a round blob thing. Yeah, I guess that's true. That's, that's like, the same, that's the scene that encompasses the first thing and the other thing. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Why even say that? Fuck if I know I didn't write the video. Christ, man. I, this is deeply disturbing. Yeah. I just, if you wanted to actually do this video properly first of all you cannot group species and objects together like they fundamentally play very different roles in stories so right out the gate you need to fix that second of all you need to actually explain mental changes properly and i would question if it's like a just a specific type or if it belongs somewhere else but whatever i will i would be fine with it being included as a category uh the mind swap possession stuff you need to fucking sort that shit out Gender, fine. Physical alteration, actually give it a proper definition. Like, you know, actual physical changes to your body. You could have another category if you wanted about character development. Maybe you would break down some of the species a bit more because they are so prevalent. It's weird to just have them in one category. There's a lot of things that you could do to actually make this section better. And I do want to, like, provide at least some sort of, like, constructive criticism here. Because, like, again, I understand what was like being shot for but you butchered it my guy yeah and you and then and then if we're we're we're, we're talking conceptually because they do get conceptual I'm they not, do yeah yeah so so if i'm going to be meeting you on your terms 
why the fuck does physical alteration have its own category when it can be attributed to everything preceding it? A, a physical alteration into a species which changes your perception, a physical alteration which uh, changes your age, which sometimes changes your mind. Some people start to act like grumpy old people in cartoons yeah, and true. stuff like that's that. True. All that's the physical alteration can include everything else. Yeah. Also, so if if you're changing, it's going to either imply to be physical or mental or both. That is how it goes that is completely superfluous needless addition an appendix an appendix yeah (laughs) it didn't need to be but now now we get into some other shit um four types of transformation stories okay now as i listed every single one of these transformations i know you must likely recognize all of them You have probably seen countless cartoons that utilize all these tropes in one way or another, but why do these cartoons utilize transformation? What is the reasoning? Why do writers do a mind-swap plot in almost every cartoon? Is there something these transformations allow us to convey that we can't normally through basic character arcs with internal transformations? Well, Team Saberspark, which I guess includes me. And me. Well, we came up with something. These are the four types of transformation stories. A true breakdown to why we tell these stories. A true breakdown. The first is the karmic transformation. This is fairly straightforward. The karmic transformation, whether it be being bewitched by a witch, or being a jerk, or cursed to be a dragon for being an ungrateful, self-absorbed, greedy jerk, occurs when a character who has committed a wrong act faces consequences but is given a chance of redemption or is forced to succumb to the transformation if they fail to redeem themselves. Disney's Beauty and the Beast is a quintessential example for this category. The prologue of the movie tells us that Prince Adam is a jerk and refuses to help an old beggar. Said beggar curses Prince Adam and his castle, magically transforming him into a monster. Now, Adam must reflect on his short temper and miserable attitude in order to better himself via the help of Belle. That only true love could break the curse. Also, the movie is a great commentary on internal and external beauty. Isn't that right, Gaston? Oh, I'm roughly the size of... Okay. So that is a type of a transformation story. This one's actually is. I can actually solidly settle on that. The thing I take Kobo with the most is actually just the example, because honestly, I think that woman was actually just really mean. (laughs) (laughs) It's a kid. And also, why did you punish all the people who worked in the fucking castle, too? Like, what did they do wrong? Yeah. (laughs) But that's not a quibble with the video. That's just, you know. No, but but, but we we are including a bit of media analysis here, so we have to meet them on their shit. Yeah, that's fair. You can't you can't just bring something up and say, oh, you, you know that that's not the point of the video. Oh, but you made it. You you took the you took the moment to say these things about how it's such mm. a good commentary on these subjects. So yeah. yeah, it got problems with that. And so so yeah, karmic, uh, do good. That's the other thing though. There are people who have been like blessed too. Oh yeah. I course. wish they would have brought that up, but now it's just like, oh, karma. Yeah. You got you got you got shit for it. Maybe this is why nobody does, you know, learned lessons anymore. <laughs> oh, damn it. Oh, man. Now, now the pers- perspective transformation, oh, which is, 
Yeah, okay. Next, we got perspective transformations. This is where you get the gender bender, mind swap, and more, involving throwing off a character's complacent or biased worldview by experiencing events that change their perception. Take Pixar's Brave, for example, where Merida's mother turns into a bear. By doing so, she can foster a new perspective to understand her daughter by just listening to her. There's also Ferngully, where Zack is shrunken down to meet Krista and witness the plight of her people and realizes killing trees bad. Who would have guessed? Hell, even Fairly Odd Parents effectively uses this type of transformation in the episode The Boy Who Would Be Queen, where Timmy got to learn the more multifacets of girl. I take issue with the grammar of the multifacets of girls. <laughs> I, I'm sorry you had to read that. That was not a good sentence for you to read. Yeah. Yeah. Um, perspective transformation is kind of is kind of a needless thing to say because the idea of changing is also with your perspective. Most yeah, of the you're time. always gonna have a change perspective from that. Yeah. The, it, the, it's also weird because like. Especially when you watch these, like, back-to-back, -back, like, perspective transformation just reads as, like, another form of a karma transformation. Like, you could basically group them under the same thing in the sense that, okay, maybe there was a different inciting incident, but the result is kind of the same. It's like, oh, you learned something. That's the outcome of both. So, like, why are they two separate things? The yeah. Like, the only difference is the inciting incident, and I don't think fundamentally that makes for different types of stories. Yeah, and then and and so then the question becomes if 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 they don't change their perspective. You ever have some of those stories where oh, they yeah, come absolutely. back from being whatever and they just don't get it? Yeah. Yeah, that that that's something to bring up. There's a that deep be, dive, yeah. remember? There's a deep dive. Yeah. Go deeper. Yes, I'm holding you to it. 2 fucking million subscribers, please. Just just if they if they either or if they even notice it there are there are the kinds of changes where people they just wake up and it's like where what have i been where have i been for the last like yeah. x amount of time a lot of werewolf transformations are like that where it's like they don't remember anything from when they were the werewolf yeah do you think that's altering their perspective in the in the moment of it it's different though but but like some people generally genuinely don't notice i mean you you could you could equate that to being in a coma would you yeah. call, would you call that a transformation <laughs> make a really bad joke and say you turn into a vegetable and you oh, change back fuck yeah yeah is that is that what you're saying oof yeah oof <laughs> i don't even know what to say to that one don't worry i said it for you <laughs> but like but 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 seriously does, does that mean does does that mean that uh you know mentioning the perspective like that on its own is I don't know. It, it 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 can be worth it, but it's it's kind of pointless. I think it's just it should be it should have been merged with the karmic one and just given a different name because at the end of the day they're the, the same type quotations of story. Now you want merging? Ugh, fuck off. Yeah, that's what I thought. Transformation <laughs> is a big one we call elevation transformation. Might sound simple enough, but these transformations involve the growth of characters, both emotionally and in abilities, allowing them to overcome challenges and elevate themselves to new heights. So these are your superhero stories, your shonen battle anime, but it doesn't even just fit those. 
Elevation refers to any type of character who is gifted with a transforming quality and follows their story of what they do with it, whether they use their new gift for good or evil. Like when I was a kid and saw Goku turn into a Super Saiyan for the first time, it was mind-blowing. I literally became a man that day. Seeing the legendary Super Saiyan make Frieza quake in his skin. Cheesy, but very good stuff. Pants, is what Finally, the fourth transformation is a more abstract one. As while these first three all deal with being tent poles holding up their individual stories, these trans. Yeah, okay. Elevation, what do you think? So, like. It is a kind of transformation. I get what they're going for. I don't like the word choice. Like, it's just the superhero TF, basically. But not even like a, oh, a superhero that shapeshifts. It's just the superhero that has another form or a magical girl who has another form. That's kind of it. And like, yes, that is a kind of a story. But again, if we're talking about like the elevation of certain things, like, okay, we just covered how one and two are kind of the same. That I would concede is an actual like type of transformation story. This one is just very narrow. Like, I don't feel like it qualifies on its own as being like a type of a transformation story. Now, that being said, I know this is like a channel that focuses on animation. And obviously, this is a big part of a lot of animated stories. So I'm willing to concede this one, but like personally, when it comes to like how I would think about classifying transformations into transformation stories, this would not be a category I would pick. Yeah, I I, I can agree with that, and just um, and I would have just called it ascension, or something like that too. I mean, if you're if you're elevating something, then then I don't know. I would have just called it the superpower transformation, because that's what it is. Just you get your superpowers. That's it. Yeah, because you, you, you can, well, I don't know, you can technically elevate into a healthier body. I don't know. Yeah. Eh, anyway, um, then... And then and, we've got the fourth category, which... Well, <laughs> these are sensational transformations. Sensational. As their focus is on the spectacle and awe of the transformation itself. Often accompanied by breathtaking visual effects or magical occurrences, these transformations aren't necessarily crucial to the plot, but help boost up the stories the narrative is already telling. Like, if you see a transforming mutilation in any horror film, or the transforming in Transformers, the fact they transform isn't really key to the narratives. But those transforming elements do more to boost the theme and atmosphere of their stories. Or we can go to Totally Spies and their long list of transformations. While some can be subcategorized under karmic or perspective, we all know the spectacle of this weird show's transformations is the real draw of them. Totally Spies basically hit up every category of transformation on this list. Absolutely unhinged stuff. Freak out! Not if you use these! Oh, look at my massive! <laughs> <laughs> oh, really okay, sorry, I just... <laughs> that part is so funny. Um, God, there's so much to say about this one. I... I like, uh, like so you could basically classify any transformation as a sensational transformation. Like, all transformations are about 
the sensations that accompany them. And I get, like, this was maybe your way of, like, or the video's way of, like, classifying the transformations that aren't, like, completely critical or crucial to the plot and are just kind of there. But, like, then you shouldn't have called it sensational. You probably should have called it A, something else, and also B, like, explained it better because you then proceeded to reference things where the transformation is crucial, like Transformers. Transformation is, like, in the fucking name of the show. You cannot tell me that Transformers does not have transforming as a crucial part of the story. Oh, what does it mean? Oh, they just transform. Who cares? What do you mean, who cares? They're supposed yes. to blend into society and different parts of life undetected. That's literally part of it. Yes, I know it's a giant <sighs> toy commercial, but as a story, that's what it is. And it's, it's, it's on its fucking face, man. What do you mean? My car turned into a giant robot who talks to me. Oh, my God. Oh, it's only sensational. It really doesn't boost. It, like, boosts the narrative that's already there. What's the narrative? The, the narrative... Uh, oh god it, again it, it it's like they don't know what they're talking about this is this this by the way i'll lean into more in a bit but it's bad media analysis yeah it's bad yeah. media analysis yeah. it should not it shouldn't be this way and it should not be accepted this way yeah because because it seems mundane you're saying it's pointless but you're missing the well point. they're saying it elevates the emotional stakes that's what they said it does. It, it, well, it does, but also it's still supposed to. Okay, you, you know what gets uh, you know what gets me about this. Mm -hmm. um, fantasy is something that's become mundane. Which, when you think about it for just a for just a minute, you start to realize that's actually really fucking insane. Yeah, that that such a thing is uh is, is boring now. So if you're going to so they use Transformers as an example, like oh who cares that they yeah. turn into stuff all the time, but but you're supposed to care because that doesn't really fucking happen. No, it doesn't. You know, and 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 how do you and how do you mean that you know you could just uh, that you could just shrug that off if you shrug that off and it's part of the world? Well, then you're you're telling a different kind of story with that transformation, aren't you? Yeah. Meaning that it's kind of hard to make it pointless depending on the story you're trying to tell. Yeah, you can fuck up and make and make an entire transformation sequence like just complete fluff, but you you got you got to be you got to not be thinking about what you're doing in order for that to happen. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So, I I don't I don't know why they bothered to say that. Yeah. And and then this also and, and then this also makes me think of how if if people are if people are going to approach you about this yeah you're you're a tf fan right that i am i was like oh so you, you like the, the all the sensational types <laughs> they don't really mean anything to you right you just you just like uh you just like snout grow cock big or i like both or, of those or, things. or or you know or, or, or pussy develop or whatever mm -hmm. it's just sensational it doesn't really mean anything <laughs> in a narrative sense to you you don't really have like a story behind it what happens uh, after zil god what happens after what is it boosting? I lose my shit after. That's what happens. Ooh, can you write? Can you write me a story about oh, it? Oh God! 
this is me writing the story of how I lost my shit after watching this video, actually. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I take huge issue with saying that it's not key to the narrative. Um, mm-hmm. The way you make things not key to the narrative is by making it completely unrelated and have no consequences and have no follow-up and no real acknowledgement. That's how you make something not mean anything. Uh, the effects of showing something change and the way you choose to do it has a purpose. We talked about this with Angela yeah, previous that's true. episode. Yeah, we did. The point of showing something like that, taking the time to craft the uh, the event, is an important part of the story. Yeah, yeah, it's crucial. And I, I think the thing that bothers me the most about like this category is like this is the last category. So it's like that's it. Those are the only kinds of transformation stories. So we've talked about superhero transformations the karmic slash perspective one which is actually just the same thing and then this one which is just flat out wrong that's it those are all the tf stories i'm like what yeah what and 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 so and so now by the way we have three uh to get into for for a little bit uh yeah we have osamu tesuka we have gonagai Mm -hmm. cutie honey specifically brought up in this and totally spies Oh my God! <laughs> I still haven't said anything. We still haven't said anything. But but remember, uh, cat girl sad dance. Put it on horny bonk, <sighs> right? Right? I don't know, man. That's not a really deep enough dive. Or maybe he was scared to be outed. I don't know. I don't know. Which which artist did you commission, Saber? <laughs> Trust me, I actually will not tell anybody. But I'd love to know who you've commissioned. I would love to know if you got a character or want a character. If you want yourself turning into a saber tooth, uh, saber tooth tiger stone or something, be pretty cool. Yeah, I can do it. I can do do it. Let's talk. I'm not even being a shit. No, I know you're not being a shit. I could, I could, I could, I could be like, yeah, I did one for this, this guy on the sly. That's good. Don't worry, it'll never make it to Twitter or nothing, and because yeah. that's what it's called, it's Twitter or Blue Sky. It'll never make it to Blue Sky. It'll never make it to Blue Sky or yeah. Mastodon or Mastodon. It won't yeah. make it to those places. Because I have dignity. You you have dignity, too. And that's why we're even bothering to do this yeah. and giving actual feedback. Yeah, we're, we're fucking upset about it, but, you know, we can not be upset later on. Uh, so, yeah. but, <laughs> God, two million subs. Yeah. <laughs> but I just, yeah, I just, the, the thing I want to, like, touch on before we get to the Spectrum stuff, I just, like, if you're going to bring up Totally Spies, if you're going to bring up... Osamu Tezuka, like, you cannot also, like, just completely ignore the NSFW stuff. Like, as you basically said in the video, like, Totally Spies is, like, transformation, like, the fetish show. Like, we all know this. Like, everyone knows this. Yep. But to just, like, drop it there and then, again, run away from it, like, as fast as you can. Like, people who watch this video, if they are interested, they are going to go look that stuff up because they're going to be like, oh, I remember that show. Let me, like, you know, look up. Totally spies transformation. Yeah. I don't think those people are going to be prepared for what they find. No, nope, they will never be. Never, never be ready. ever. And, like, I'm sorry. That's, like, a dereliction of duty here. Because, like, I'm sorry. Like This is a deep dive. This is supposed a deep to be a deep dive. dive. Yeah. Like, you got to talk about the porn. I'm sorry. You can't ignore it. You, you do. You just can't. And, and you're like, when are we going to get to the porn factory? We'll get there. <laughs> I'm not going to poochie you and run and uh, drive off with your car. <laughs> Let's move on. Now they now they'll discuss the, the transformation, transformation spectrum. spectrum and this shit, this shit. Oh my god, 
Uh, Go for it. These four story types truly encompass so much of the transformation fiction genre, because in essence, transformation has a spectrum of types that can be as light as changing via cosmetics or clothes or cases as heavy as a body mutating completely. It's truly a spectrum. And this spectrum of the transformation trope is not only common within animation, but in all written media as a major basis of written storytelling is change. Whether it be a hero's journey, a fall from glory, or a redemption arc, change is the precedent that drives a narrative structure. And though in these cases we think of change in an internal perspective, physical transformations are just as prevalent. The major difference is that these physical changes allow the audience to fully visualize the change a character is going through. They don't require as much of an empathetic lens to understand their new perspective that you yourself don't share. Like, compare this. A bitter and anger-fueled man lashing out and barricading himself away in his room, or a bitter and anger-fueled beast lashing out and barricading himself away in his room. The beast by design and his transformed state easily signifies the pain, turmoil, and frustration he has. And while the transformation allows its characters to experiment with empathy, the true heart of the transformation trope is not how empathetic it makes characters or how deceitful or liberated they feel, but how much it allows them to self-reflect. It's one of the most powerful plot devices in the medium, and one of its strengths over live action. To be able to visualize the character's path in self-reflection, and whether they succeed and learn a lesson from the transformation, or fall into the despair of becoming something they are not. Good examples of that include elevation transformations like Mei from Turning Red and Deku from My Hero Academia. One using her newfound gift to explore and understand her true self, and the other using it to be- So, I think the thing that stands out the most for me here is just the fact that, like, the part where they just discussed, you know, like, oh, you know, physical transformation can be used as a way to, like, better show off and, you know, showcase a character's mental changes, that's all true. I'm not going to dispute that. That is correct. Good media analysis there. Now, that being said, this is talking about the spectrum of, like, transformation. And it's just, it, it again, it's, like, it's so broad. I'm like, why are you calling it a trope? Because you just included something as simple as changing your clothes to, like, full body, like, transformations. I don't understand what you're trying to get at with this part. Like, it's all very, like, fluffy. It's and nebulous. It's nebulous, yeah, and vague. And I just... I don't understand what you're going with here, especially because a lot of this just feels like a regurgitation of like the sensation transformation. Like the talk of both is kind of similar. It's like, Oh, it elevates the story. Oh, it like, you know, makes people like, you know, elevate the emotional stakes. That's basically what you're talking about with some of these like spectrum stuff. Like yeah. transformation is indeed a spectrum. It can be as simple as close to whatever, but like, what are you trying to say in this part? Like, I don't understand what he's trying to say. That there's a lot of it. Cause that's what you fucking I guess. did. That's what you were doing for the rest of the video is pointing out that there's a bunch of different kinds. It's and, and it bothers me too, because, um, cause I, I do really like the, 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 uh, the statement of it's a good way for people to not have to meet 
to, to meet with a character empathetically. Yeah. I never thought about it that way, but I like that. No, that's true. It's a good point. It's a well-made point. Yeah, it, but it's surrounded by all this other stuff that's kind of pointless, and it also makes it makes that mistake again of saying, like, well, every story has this. So then why is it a trope? Yeah. Why is it a genre? Yeah, what what are we what are we here for? Are you are you singling out something that is in every story or are you saying that is a distinct part of a story that you may or may not find? And that bugs the shit out of me. Yeah. It really really does. Again, this is a deep dive, so where's my depth? You've said all this shit before and 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 yeah, you can find you can find any of these topics elaborated on on their own in greater detail to more satisfaction. Yeah, yeah, something more satisfactory. Then there was Sonic Prime, which balances some great perspective writing with Tails's alternate self, Nine, showing a true darker shift in the bubbly, two-tailed Fox's character. Then you got Pirate Knuckles, whose biggest change is. He talks like a pirate. I may be back, but it ain't for me crew. No, no, we're stopping right now. This is the bad media now. As soon as this came on, I just like, I think I turned and I like looked at you. And I just, I just shut my fucking mouth because I knew you had a billion things to say. So I, anyways, take it away. I'm going to spoil everything that I can revolving this shit. Tails is not transformed. Nobody is transformed in that show. The worlds are broken apart. It's different dimensions and existences. It's a multiverse thing, okay? So you find other versions of the characters. Tails was not made from Bubbly and Sonic's best friend into an antisocial rebel who didn't care about anybody, okay? Nothing was changed. You have a different version of Tails. You don't say, you don't manufacture two different cars, one with red paint, one with blue paint, and say, you see the one with the red paint? That thing was transformed from the blue paint. Isn't that really Really interesting isn't that like a really good narrative fucking device isn't that like a really good way to tell a story and make like a contrast no it's fucking not okay that's not what the show is and it's not what any multiverse media narrative is either like are you gonna sit here and tell me oh yeah rivet that was just ratchet turning into rivet that no that's that's they're, they're two different people that's not what do you mean that's not ratchet what do you mean that's not him? What do you what, like? Like, come on, man! Isn't that like a really great way to show like a contrast between somebody who made friends with a robot and somebody who can't stand being around one because you know she's like an antisocial rebel that comes from a world that wasn't saved? It's a really good ratchet transformation, don't you think? I want to throw up. Yeah, you know Miles Morales. He turned into Miguel O'Hara. Oh, and, it, fuck. and across the Spider Verse. Did, Did you they know also turn into Peter Parker? Yeah. And, yeah. And Kane and Kane? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. shit. I, I I fucking can't believe that's a transformation. That is so fucking full of shit. And to meet them, by the way, on if you thought I was done with Tails, uh-huh. <laughs> by their own standards, that's saying that personality growth and perspective shift is something that counts as a transformation. They fucked up on knuckles the dread that's 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 the name of the character in the show that's pirate knuckles pirate knuckles doesn't just talk like a pirate here's your spoiler for everything knuckles is found with all of sonic's friends sans, sans sonic in the pirate world and you find him as a guy who 
parties all the time, but like all the time. It's mm-hmm. almost like a living hell for his crew because they do nothing else. <laughs> the only thing they're excited about is that they met someone new, but otherwise they just aimlessly sail and they don't do anything but party. You find out that this guy was once a renowned notorious pirate who had who had made like huge scores and was known all the world. Uh but he had a huge uh, he had a huge failing and it it made him just completely regress into being somebody who's scared of doing anything daring. So Sonic comes and tells him, dude, you can't be scared your whole life. You know, let's find your treasure. And he's like, oh, okay. Uh, and so he does. And he emboldens him. Oh, my God. Some some change in the character, right? You'd almost call that a transformation. Oh, fuck, yeah. So then they go on the adventure and they look for the treasure. The treasure turns out to be the thing that Sonic needs. It's the MacGuffin he needs in order to, you know, make things better. Now, Knuckles gets it. Knuckles gets it. He doesn't want to let go of it, but Sonic doesn't have a chance to really take it because stuff happens. Now, Sonic finally returns, finds Knuckles with the thing. What does he find out? Knuckles doesn't want to let it go he doesn't want to surrender it to sonic even though sonic needs it turns out knuckles is a completely selfish dirtbag in that universe because he was somebody who would sacrifice everybody and everything for his treasure literally tells his crew it'll be you know get my treasure back if it's the last thing you ever do and then when sonic goes off to do something to help and he breaks off from the team he lies to his crew and tells them he betrayed us and so, once again, you see another character arc where Knuckles went from being someone who was crestfallen to someone who was emboldened and became an adventurer again to someone who is actively and destructively selfish and is actually a really bad motherfucker to be around. Yeah. Almost gets everybody killed several times. So, where is your media analysis? Did you watch the show? The you didn't. You heard Arg come out of Knuckles, and you rolled your eyes, and you turned off the show. Don't lie to me. Don't lie to people. Fuck you. Fuck you for that. That's really bad. God damn it. <sighs> so then we got the last, and we we got we got a bit more to go, and they're gonna we got a bit more to go, and they're gonna talk about. Um, Okay, they're going to talk about bad transformation, but for some reason, the section of the video is just listed as Dragon Ball, (laughs) which there's more to say about that, because I I really think that this is just like this. This is like screams downhill. It's like problems is good. It's bad. But but this this is all like careening way Mm. down the side of the mountain and we're hitting every branch and rock on the way down. Yeah, basically, he picked the kinds of media that you know a lot about just so you could shit on it. Well, because yeah, <laughs> because because what are you talking about? I, I need to understand where you think you're coming so from with this shit. Power systems that lead to no well, character well, growth. Look, let's let's just get to it, okay? okay. Moral of the week cartoon when they have the boilerplate mind swap, gender bend, or etc. episode where the lesson is learned and forgotten by next time. And it just left me asking, how do we forget about them so easily after we are done watching? And that is when it hit me. These transformations were bad because unlike any of the good transformations that actually spoke to narrative purpose or character growth, a bad transformation is just there to be seen. But unlike a sensational transformation where the transformation builds on top of what is there, a bad transformation just superfluously feels tacked on just to make a spectacle and nothing else. So, you know, 
most of the Dragon Ball franchise. But I have one that's nice, fresh, and ripe for abuse. Transformation. And spoiler warning, it's not getting old anytime soon. But where some transformations are just surface level I <laughs> So, Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, they're right. Um, a lot of them don't really mean anything anymore. It's, um... He brings up the Goku example. The Goku example is, like, the last time it was really good. Mm. Because, you know, anybody who's watched it, Goku turning into a Super Saiyan was this huge build-up for many episodes. And when Vegeta, one of the other characters, thought he was one, he got his ass handed to him. And it's just like, well, if that's the Super Saiyan, then, you know, we're fucked. But uh, Goku finally changes... And he changes not only in his power level and everything like that, but he also uh, snaps completely and tells his very own son that if he doesn't leave now, he doesn't know if he'll be able to control himself because he'll just kill anybody that's close to him. That's how pissed off he was. And it was a big moment. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and that was the first time he, he did that. That was the very first time he did it. Uh, before then, you know, he was very much like, oh, you know, let's not kill anybody thing but mm -hmm. but he finally just snapped and was like i'm gonna fucking murder the next motherfucker who gets too close to me because Damn. i just watched this guy die i watched my best friend die this guy's laughing in my face and uh i'm going to do anything i anything i can and it was a good character arc and it was really fucking cool to look at um and it was also and it was another like character arc for goku at the time where he was supposed to be um, where he was supposed to finally fucking learn that, uh, sometimes you just can't save people. Mm -hmm. Even if you beat them up, you can't teach them a lesson. That right. was the whole thing of Frieza. And also, they use Frieza as a gag for saying, oh, you know, I've got a bunch of, i got a bunch of other forms I can use. It was actually good when Frieza did it, because Frieza was supposed to have been the most powerful being in the universe at the time. And the fact that he got stronger each time, you didn't know what his upper limit was, made him really scary. And it was pretty neat to see the final form, and he was just this smaller, sleek version, but he was, he was far more vicious and everything. And it was cool. It was cool that way. Dragon Ball lost the plot a long time ago. For those that don't know... They stacked up on the they stacked up on forms and what they mean and each form was just more power, more power, more power. Mm -hmm. So it was just more, more, more and didn't really mean much of anything. Didn't add anything very new. And uh, yeah, that that's what became of that's what became of Dragon Ball's transformation trope. Mm -hmm. um, it also kind of sucks because before then it was about turning into a giant monkey. Damn. Yeah, Goku lost that ability early on. Uh, if in case you didn't know, in Dragon Ball. Goku uh, killed his own dad because he turned into a monkey and he couldn't control himself. Very werewolfy thing to do, but Jesus. he was he was nigh unstoppable as a fucking monkey. So we all need to return to monkey is what you're saying. All return to monkey. That's what Vegeta did. If you don't know anything about Dragon Ball, I don't. Do, you, do you even like know who Vegeta is? Like I know the, who Vegeta is from the memes. Yeah, when he first showed up and he was a villain, Yeah, that was one of the things he did to try to kill Goku. He did like this blast in the air that that faked moonlight and he turned into a giant ape and he almost killed goku and they had to go through this whole ordeal to survive him and cut his tail off to change him back damn it was a cool fight those those were pretty cool and they used and they used change in a lot of really interesting ways mm -hmm. 
Goku even changed from a dead guy into an alive guy. <laughs> <laughs> Corpse reanimation, the new hottest TF coming to yeah. the theater near you. Yeah, it's not necrophilia, so you know oh, it's pretty. It's pretty good when you get the fucking alive guy that you thought was hot. You know, fuck. Bring back your bring back your dead uh, fuck pics. Yeah, I, I um, I I see them doing the whole bad transformation thing, and I think it's kind of weak. Mm. I I I don't like that they're bringing up Dragon Ball. Because, because, because early on they're just like, oh, when I first saw Goku transform, it was it was so fucking cool. I became a man that day. Yeah, you didn't really get into why, but you do go into media analysis. Why didn't you analyze that a little bit better? We know Dragon Ball has a lot of problems if you've watched it and you think about it a mm-hmm. little bit. So, like, tell me why you made you a man. I I, I know why it was fucking cool to me. Mm-hmm. But I want to pick on something else that was said here too. Saber is positing basically that a bad transformation is something that's only there for spectacle do you agree with that definition um no why because first of all it's entertainment Mm. what if it's entertaining if you if if you got to think about what the point is and also i kind of don't want to hear that shit from him because it, it, it with with previous examples it shows that he doesn't really pay attention to a lot of things Hmm. Like with the Sonic Prime thing, you, you uh, the, the the idea that the, the characters don't have growth and development, or that they are sp- suspiciously actually really cool new takes on them. I don't want to take this guy's word for what's good and what's bad, because hmm. that doesn't even get explained. Again, this is a deep dive. Yeah, no, that's true. I I mean I I agree with you in that I think it's incorrect that. A bad TF is one that's only there for spectacle because, I mean, you know, there's lots of things that get put into movies or videos that are just for spectacle, like, you know, sad cat girl dances. And, you know, people are allowed to have their opinions on whether or not that's good or bad. Yeah, but, I, I, I don't know. know exactly what this furthers about the story here unless you want to fuck a girl version of yourself and she don't really want you to do it. But I'm going to perv on her a little bit. <laughs> What are we doing here? <laughs> We're talking about transformation. <laughs> but no, I think like when it comes to bad transformation stuff, I just I think there there is definitely uh, kinds of TF that you could argue are bad, but I feel like it only becomes bad if it's actually like actively hindering the plot. And that's more prevalent actually in like in my opinion, it's less prevalent in like media that's commonly consumed, more prevalent in like TF stuff that's created through the community because sometimes you just get like the really self gratuitous stuff. That's the only stuff I'd actually say can be considered like bad transformation. If like you're writing a story and there's not really a story anymore because you're only focused on like the TF and there's no like ramifications for the character or comment or anything that like that I think you could qualify as bad TF. It it's uh, but, but then it all just falls back to you don't know how to tell a story and you don't know what it's for. Mm-hmm. But that's what I'm saying, basically. Like, I think the only kind of bad TF is when you're in that situation. Yeah, and and I I don't even think that there's such a like there, there's there's no real reason to bring up a bad transformation. This is about storytelling. Mm-hmm. This is about uh, a bunch of other things, but th- this has nothing to th- this has less to do with the trope or the genre or the sh- the genre, <laughs> the concept. Just just it, it's. 
it's such a weird thing to say to me when it's like a bad transformation. Well, motherfucker, you, you, you defined it as something that doesn't bring anything to the story. Lots of things don't bring anything to a story. A car chase can bring nothing to a story. Mm-hmm. It's a bad car chase. Let's talk about bad car chases. But this is a video about transformation. So ostensibly, talking about bad transformation is fair game. I suppose. It, it just... I, I, I feel like I got really nothing i i felt like i got nothing too i feel like you could i feel like you could take the points of the bad transformation replace it with any other plot device literary elements events and be like look that's a bad version of it because it didn't further the story who the fuck cares Hmm. thanks thanks for telling me about that Uh, whatever being shared specifically from people who are now just getting a chance to tell their stories And a big part of that is transformation being used as a queer allegory. A surface-level reading of Disney's The Little Mermaid is that a woman changes herself slash gives up a part of herself to be with a man. But that's a very narrow lens to view the story through. It actually goes much deeper than that. From the beginning of the story, Ariel already had a desire to change into a human before she even met Eric. I want to be where the people are, part of your world establishes that Ariel's journey is less about romance and more about a thirst for knowledge and shaping her identity. Yes, romance is a part of her journey, but Ariel meeting Eric is the catalyst that sets the action of the story into motion. Her primary motivation is to become a part of that world, to be human and to have a body that reflects that. Ariel's story can be read as an allegory for the trans experience. She rejects the expectations of the society she was born into. She longs to find herself in a world where she can be seen and accepted for who she really is, a human. Ariel wants to trade her fins for legs. Ergo feels like she doesn't belong in the body she's in. Her true identity doesn't align with how the world around her sees her an experience that could be compared to gender dysphoria. Ariel goes through adversity when she's a mermaid. She endures backlash from her father, is shunned by those around her, and feels like she needs to hide her true self. She faces adversity during her transition, losing her voice and adapting to the human world. And in the end, Ariel delights in the euphoria of being human. Ariel as a character isn't the best example of internal change, as she ends up more or less the same person that she starts out as, but the external conflict in her story makes excellent use of the concept of physical transformation. However, the original story of The Little Mermaid doesn't have such a happy ending. Hans Christian Andersen, the original writer of the fairy tale The Little Mermaid, was allegedly a homosexual, though his personal journal entries indicated that he was sexually abstinent. He had written many love letters to a man by the name of Edvard Collin, an unrequited love who did not reciprocate his feelings and ended up marrying a woman. It's plain to see how the story of The Little Mermaid carries the painful sentiments of longing for a person who doesn't want you back. In the original fairy tale, the prince rejects the feelings of the mermaid and marries another woman. Heartbroken, the mermaid turns into sea foam. This historical context of the story, along with the soulful contributions of the acclaimed composer and LGBTQ icon, Howard Ashman, 
point to the intrinsically queer themes of The Little Mermaid. Seriously. So, I want to take this for a second because I don't, as someone who's not, uh, not cis, I don't really see the trans connection. I feel like it's a bit of a reach. If someone has read that into the movie, then I think that's completely valid. And, you know, I support your, like, resonance with that. But as has kind of been illustrated here, like, Saber immediately steps on his own point by talking about how this is likely actually the reflection of someone who's a closeted gay man. And, like, I, everything that was said in there about... Um, you know, potentially being related to the trans experience could be related to just the broad coming out experience. I, I, I'm saying all of this because the other two examples that get given in this video, I think, are good examples of, like, taking transformation and relating it in, like, a, a gender issues way to um, just, like, the world writ large. But this one isn't it. Like, this one I feel like is a bit of a reach, and I feel like it would be disingenuous for me to just sit here and nod along and be like yeah because again if if someone else has that read on it that's fine like that's valid and that's your take but to me it just doesn't hit it feels like a reach and i don't know i just i feel like there could have been a better example there if you were going for the like gender uh angle if you want to do just broad queer stuff then yeah that one fits but i don't i don't really see it from a gender perspective all right. Well, I'm cis, and um, I spoke to another couple of queer friends. Uh, one trans woman who said that um, she kind of sneered at that and was just like bullshit, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and another one who is non-binary, who was who who had an interesting perspective in saying that Little Mermaid is more like a more like about feminism, and I was kind of like I don't know, but mm. but like but it, it, overall between the four of us you know i'm including zilla of course that it's a reach uh i i agree that if you got that kind of message out of a story fine good we can all have these takeaways that aren't in stories mm -hmm. or 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 like actually explored um up front yeah and take and have a takeaway from them that's cool i like that about art and media um that was that was leaning really heavily into it. I also still take issue with the idea that uh, they interpreted her wanting to be with people uh, was somehow a denial of her experience. People have watched the movie, you yeah. know. She 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 likes all the cool things from the surface and thinks it must be incredible up there. I want to be a part of that. It's a really basic statement. Lots of people want to be a part of cool things that they're not privy to. Yeah, and. And so that's what she wanted. And yes, uh, the guy was the inciting incident to get her to want to do it. Ultimately, she did it for a man. That is the most hetero fucking thing, okay? <laughs> she did it for a man. Yes, she did for a man. When she was up there, d did she really spend a lot of time doing like everything else? No, she wanted to spend time with him. There was there, there was the whole fucking the whole fucking song, "Kiss the Girl," mm -hmm. you know. That was the thing. That was the purpose. She lost her voice for that. Yeah, that's the other thing. I don't like the insinuation that this is kind of a trans experience primarily because of the like voice loss thing. Because to me, if this is supposed to be an allegory 
for the trans experience getting to like inhabit the body you wanted to have and then not even be able to express yourself that sounds like torture like it, it's a form of torture it's a it's, and like it's a you, compromise yeah, yeah it's an and, unfair compromise it's an unfair compromise and like I, I would like to think that pieces of media that are being read through that lens not they don't all have to be happy stories to be clear there's plenty of room for negative or you know uh like somewhere in the middle of the road stories but like for from this angle i don't really like it as that kind of an analogy because in this you know by that logic as soon as she gets the form that she wanted you know that she felt that dysphoria and she wanted to assume now she can't even express herself yeah and that's just fucked up that that so. yeah I just, I really don't like it from that angle for that reason in particular. Yeah, because then that would make me think that if people, if people look at media in that way, then it would make me think that others might view trans people as maybe, uh, they they might view trans people as wanting too much, mm. and I wouldn't want that. Yeah, like hey, listen, it's like the Little Mermaid, right? You know, she lost her voice. You can lose a little something if to be the way you yeah, are, right? No, that's, I, that's absolutely not. That's not freedom or liberation, and that's why I don't like that as being an allegory. She did it for a guy. She did it to to be where all the cool stuff that sinks down to the bottom of the ocean. Her dad got pissed because it's like, don't go up there with those fucking freaks and weirdos, okay? Mm. And it's just like, oh, she 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 doesn't. Um, she it's what how the fuck did they put it? Um, denying her identity or something yeah, like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, denying her identity. She didn't fucking deny her identity. No. She just wanted to see cool shit and get with a dude. Yeah. Her identity, like... She even shows, like, in the fucking uh, Under the Sea song, like, yes, at the end she, like, leaves, but, like, she's actually pretty enthralled with it for most of it. Yeah. So, like, clearly she doesn't hate it. Yeah, and then she goes back and she's not really forlorn. It's like a bittersweet ending, but she's not like, I will learn to live with myself unfortunately yeah i mean she goes back and becomes human at the end oh wait i forgot i haven't yeah. watched the little mermaid in a long yeah. time oh. but it's there's a there's a struggle there too well fuck man uh i wish they would have let you know also that um the actually why did they bring up the 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 the, the other one which other uh, one? okay they they because uh, the the real little mermaid he was, he was oh because he was he was gay and part of that story it doesn't end well because the prince rejects her and then she throws herself into the sea and becomes sea foam okay yeah. um and so part of the reason why that story goes that way is because the original story can be more accurately read as like a queer allegory and how at the time even if you like you know exposed yourself and came out you might still be rejected and lose everything not only that it hurts because um because the, the thing that they it would have benefited them to mention that ariel walking on land was incredibly excruciating yeah that was in the original story too yeah yeah which again would lend itself to what you're saying when it comes to coming out as gay yeah it's it's, it's a painful experience <laughs> There you go. Uh, visibility is painful. Yeah, uh, but the, yeah. The, this is this is that uh, bad media analysis continuing. Yeah. Uh, we just hit another branch on the way down. But what happens a next? A recent example of physical transformation as a queer allegory is Nimona. Nimona, in particular, embodies the gender-fluid and trans experience. Nimona has the power to shapeshift, something that brings her joy and she uses it openly. However, society demonizes her for it. She is seen as a monster and is attacked for it. 
This can be read as an allegory for othering and the systematic violence against the LGBTQ community. There are many instances throughout the movie that point to Nimona characterizing the gender fluid slash trans experience. Nimona expresses her desire to transform because it makes her feel alive. She explains that to hold it in feels like death. She is prompted several times to define what she is, as if to justify her right to exist. She is told numerous times to just be a girl when that's not who she is. Sure, she could stay as a human girl to make things easier for everyone around her, but she isn't willing to sacrifice her own happiness. You know like that second right before you sneeze? That's close to it. Then I shapeshift, and I'm free. Just like Ariel, Nimona rejects the expectations her society has placed on her and longs to be accepted exactly as who she says she is. Whether it's transforming into a human- I just want to say Nimona is an amazing movie and everyone should go watch it and this take is correct. Yeah. That's there's, all. There's nothing special about that. Also, Ariel doesn't really fight against her identity in the ocean. She just wants- Yeah. She just wants cool stuff If any, if, if anything, the using Nimona here just further shows how weak the Little Mermaid example is because, like, the Nimona one is, like, it's so clear that it's, like, talking to gender issues. It's, it's, it's kind of, like- they're not strange to hold it up next to the little mermaid and be like they're both saying the same thing i'm like no 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 they're not um also uh nimona's like berserk i said it <laughs> all right you you got you got a guy who is named and looks more evil than the rest of the white knights mm -hmm. and he has a very close relationship with this very handsome angelic looking guy mm -hmm. who rises to the ranks mm-hmm and he loses his arm, mm -hmm. and everybody hates him. Mm -hmm. He's got this very plucky, mouthy little, you know, character following him around, trying to help him. Mm -hmm. Hates her. Mm -hmm. It's Berserk. Watch Nimona. <laughs> <laughs> and read Berserk after. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. And Nimona utilize physical transformation as a tool of versatile storytelling. One last example of transformation as a parallel narrative to the trans experience is Steven Universe, a show that has always been framed around identity. Steven is of two worlds, that of a human and that of a gem, constantly questioning not only what he is, but who he is. The episode Change Your Mind is the quintessential allegory to coming out to your family as transgender. The Diamonds have no concept oh, of watch aging Sonic Prime. or Don't having take it from children, these assholes. <laughs> so it is their belief that Steven literally is Pink Diamond, and that Steven is merely a game of play pretend or a disguise she is hiding behind. They constantly refer to him as her and call him Pink, obviously an experience that could be compared to misgendering and deadnaming. White Diamond physically removes Steven's gem, believing that Pink is hiding her true self within and aims to force her to come out. Steven's gem physically reforms, not as Pink Diamond, not as Rose Quartz, but as Pink Steven. When White demands to know where Pink is, in one of the most powerful moments in the entire show, he shouts, she's gone. This moment alone represents one of the most fundamental portrayals of trans identity and trauma, trying to get others, especially family, to understand and accept you exactly as you are. 
He reunites with his human half and they fuse into one complete person. Are you back together? Are you you? Yeah, yeah, I'm me. I've always been me. Steven Universe is a show framed around characters and their relationships to each other and identity. This show is unique in its approach to relationships, both to others and with oneself, through its concept of transformation. When two or more people transform their physical beings into a single entity, it is known as fusion. This illustrates both figuratively and literally a relationship or an experience. Garnet, a fusion between two gems, can be seen as a metaphor for the self-love and gender euphoria of the trans journey. I feel lost and scared and, and happy. Why am I so sure that I'd rather be this than everything I was supposed to be? And that I'd rather do this than everything I was supposed to do? No more questions. Don't ever question this. You already are- I'm just gonna say, uh, Steven Universe is also great. And, uh, I don't really have anything to add to the analysis. It's- it's- oh. <laughs> Steven Universe has been talked to death, so I don't even, like, have much in the way to say or even like critique because I'm like it's all been said. I think that I think that it's a little bit off. Again, okay. You know how with the little mermaid is like you could take that and you can roll with it and like mm. I get it. You could do that with Steven, but I also disagree with the Steven thing that they that they said specifically. Wait, you disagree that he's an analogy or representation for trans people? Like he's closer, but that's not really him. I mean, like, I don't think that's his arc specifically, but I think that episode it is. 100% that episode it is. Okay, yeah. I'll take it. Yeah. But I, I don't have much to add because Steven Universe has been talked to death for 5 billion years, so... Anyways, I mean, it the, the, the themes are clear. Everything is clear in my mind. That's it. I don't the have anything else to add. vast amount of artists Fantastic. behind all these projects input their own lived experiences to fight for representation. It's important to recognize that the transformation trope is not only full of endless possibilities on an artistic slash story basis, but the way in which it began as a way to create queer stories while passing under the radar, like with the Hayes Code, a set of self-censoring guidelines that prohibited perverse topics such as homosexuality. With movies like Nimona arriving on the scene, it's exciting to see what new stories can still be told via a writing trope that has been around for thousands of years. This is the part where you run. In conclusion, transformation in animation is the powerhouse trope that it is because it's a very versatile tool in storytelling, and animation kicks it up to the ninth degree. Not only do we get to follow a character on their respective journey about transformation, but we get to witness it too, and that level of visual aid is just ripe with potential, be it something truly profound or just surface-level fan service. Geez, I wonder who could do something like that. Huh? From ancient myths and fairy tales to modern animated movies and shows, the theme of radical change continues to captivate audiences across the world. The transformation trope is truly a wonderful way to offer insight into the human experience, both on a micro and macro level. 
I mean, we humans change all the time, so it makes sense why we love the trope of transformation so much. Isn't that right, Saber? Judging by the ears on my head, you obviously love this. You wanna know what- don't. <laughs> All right. I don't, I don't even have much to say on the conclusion because it's just kind of this closing wet fart of the video. Yeah, it just, just does all the stuff that we already critiqued and yeah, that's it. Yeah. No need to repeat ourselves. Uh, but yeah, I, I just, I think actually the, the best thing just to note at the conclusion again is that like, we shouldn't just be demanding visibility. We have a right to demand proper representation. And just because someone with a lot of subscribers makes a video about transformation doesn't mean that we should all of a sudden salivate and like fall over ourselves to go like sh share it or praise it. I mean, share it, whatever, like you want to. You want other people to see it, that's fine. But, like, again, I just I feel like we have a right to better media analysis that talks about things related to us, and this wasn't really it. And, again, you know, there are some good things that are said in this video. We've, like, given its dues where we felt it was correct, but, I mean, it's a much smaller percentage of the entire product, and, you know, that's that's disappointing. And I would have hoped that, you know, better research was done or at least you know better classifications <laughs> yeah and also i said we would keep getting to it but i want to give it its proper time yes the sexual nature of it mm -hmm. it's really weird um i think you, you know you could argue that the that the love and that the love and coming out thing could no no not even i'm, I'm trying to be too charitable here you're being too charitable that way it's it they they didn't they didn't mention the, the porn mention the, the eroticism of no. it okay it is a huge fucking allegory for 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 sex okay sex arousal people, yeah. puberty sexuality all that stuff uh they do it in horror a lot mm -hmm. um if they try to make something really horrific as, as i probably mentioned before they they will try to make it seem like this exquisite experience contrasted by something that's supposed to look terrifying that's happening to your body and everything yeah. like that. It's like how could you love going through that, you know? But but yeah, it's there. I, I they, they they I I hate that I hate that they gloss over it by pretending that I, 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 I take a lot of issue with a video that won't say somebody got tortured, torn apart, killed, murdered, and then they'll make funny little porny jokes. Yeah. It's really annoying, and mm. it just kind of, it just kind of uh, insults your fucking intelligence. How do you bring up Gonagai and then not pay attention to all the monster girls that he created? Yeah. Off the top of my head, I could think of two specific two specific scenes where one turns to like this crystal feline fucking monster chick, and another one where she turns into a hulking fucking serpent woman. And those are in Cutie Honey. I think they're in Cutie Honey Flash, but they're but that's a gonna guy thing. Osamu Tezuka, for those that don't already fucking know. When they died, they looked through all his stuff, and they found, in no uncertain terms, transformation porn. Yeah. In the log drawer. Yep. It wasn't just like, oh, they're naked little characters. No. Th they were, like, fingering themselves and shit. Yeah. And it was all true. Well, a lot of it was transformation-related. Yeah. And, when, and, and, you know, the funny thing is, I felt 
I felt seen and, and acknowledged when when that came out. Be like, guys, look at what he found. They didn't even know what to call it. They were just like, he had these very interesting drawings. <laughs> I'm like, oh shit, you don't know how this actually resonates with no, certain people. No, they did not. Yeah. So 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 they ignored that and they and I and I felt like they didn't even they you know what? You don't have to ask, you don't have to go and find people and be like, hey, who gets off to this stuff? But you could have at least noticed that there is there is a very there's a very erotic element that gets thrown into this stuff. Even in the things that were talked about. Yeah, like, that is discussed at length in a number of the things that were either cited or shown as clips, like like totally spies. Like it, it's not hard to find. It's absolutely not hard to find. Yeah, and and it's and it's really fucking funny that they didn't even kind of they didn't even touch on that. Yeah, um, yeah, it, it, it bothers me, and of course it's going to bother me because Osamu Tezuka is really popular and for anybody who hasn't heard of what they found when he died they're, they're, they're gonna find shit like you said they're gonna search totally spies and they're like what in the fuck is this shit yeah. you're going to find it at you least prepare your audience for that man you know like I, I, I do think that it's a disservice to have not even mentioned it especially when you've got the fucking horny undercurrent running with the person who's actually like speaking throughout the video like it's just it's a disservice to the concept and it's a disservice to the community and it's a disservice to the people who are going to try and go and look it up yeah so, i don't know should have been covered at least a little bit yeah i mean even even jobby uh jobby the hong the toy reviewer that i mentioned before yeah he made an actual tf joke because he he does he does uh reviews for a lot of transformers figures mm-hmm. but one episode in no certain terms he's just like you know he says something like i don't know it's just like getting off to changing people against their will he's like i have no idea who's into that <laughs> or something like that it was a yeah. joke like that but i'm like oh oh you found something oh, on the he internet fucking knows. he fucking knows and we mustn't forget his other iconic weapon a rifle what would you could actually load up with these included any mutation potions which look really cool by the way does that mean this giant robot goes around forcibly tfing people i know some people are into that you found he's, something he's on the into internet transformers he he knows yeah and not only that he um and not only that i know that he's not a dickhead so he probably found it and maybe he's into it too i don't fucking yeah. know <laughs> <laughs> damn man. Oh, man i mean i know he liked the uh, drawing himself some judy hops it's the gateway drug for a lot of people yep when you want to see some chick turning into judy hops all like ooh ah yes. yeah you, you can't you can't you can't ignore it you can't ignore it and you shouldn't ignore it don't insult people's intelligence by ignoring it yeah. um but the yeah the good end for that would be she doesn't become a cop ooh <laughs> <laughs> Or she becomes a dirty cop. Oh God! Please no. <laughs> Please no. Oh man, it's it's. Yeah, this this video is a trip, and well, I hope people can see where we are coming from with yeah. our criticisms and our expectations, and uh, our grievances. Because I have grievances. I expect a really, really. Well, I expect more. I mean, this video went after both Sonic and Dragon Ball Z. Like, it was specifically made to piss you off. Yeah, and I don't even love Dragon Ball Z that much anymore. See how badly you gotta fuck up for me to be upset about how you misrepresent Dragon Ball? That's true. That's true. I'm already upset about everything. (laughs) God damn. You made a pissed off man even more pissed off. Can you believe this? Yeah. 
and not and not a single mention of Berserk in the video that is wow. full of character. There's animation of that. There's Why didn't an, they cover it? There's animation of it with uh, with Berserk. Zod the Immortal and yeah. Griffith and yeah. everybody. It's it's all there, my friend. It is it it too is one of the most influential stories, one of the most influential pieces of media ever. You know, like Sailor Moon. That shit is in so many little things, and you'd never find it if you never read it. But anybody who knows it will be like, ah, there it is. You know, you, you know, you know how how uh, Connie has a big sword in Steven Universe. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, trace, I know. Trace that back. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Rebecca Sugar has professed love for Berserk before. So. Yeah. There you go. How. <laughs> Dare you smear Steven Universe by not acknowledging what came before, what helped build it, a masterclass in transformation storytelling in both character and the physical. I mean, Connie also does the Akira motorcycle slide, but yeah, see, but but like, but like, yeah, and then there's 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 fucking Akira, Akira, for those who want me to say it right, but I really don't want to. <laughs> um, I don't think we have any audience questions this time because this video is already too fucking long <laughs> yeah but we'll save them for next week yeah so that means we'll have a huge load saved up <laughs> okay um so yeah i hope everybody enjoyed uh, i just want to remind you again if you appreciate what we make we would appreciate you checking out the patreon and you'll get to be part of our server it is patreon exclusive you get to speak with us. You get to speak with uh, like-minded people. Uh, people there are ready for discussion at any time. About we have the, the coolest stuff. people. We have the coolest patrons. Yeah. And that way you also get to uh, reaffirm that by checking it out yourself. Yeah. It, and also, you know, um, yeah, just uh, if you want to subscribe, that's cool. Leave a like, all that stuff. I hate having to do this, but, you know, in case it's, it's easy to click a button. I don't know. I, I mean, know. we're in the age of the collapse of the internet, so, you know, everything helps. Yeah. We're um, all tired. We're all exhausted of the internet degrading, but if you give us that like, it'll make it that little bit better. Yep. Uh, or just leave us questions. You could uh, use hashtag TFTuesdayPod on Twitter if you want, <laughs> or you can just leave a comment uh, with a question, anything like that. We like being able to talk about what people bring to the table, especially if you're new. If you were here to listen to us uh, talk about Saber Spark, you know, then, yeah. We'll yeah answer... Check out our backlog. Start with season two, though. Yeah, and um, and just leave us, uh, yeah, just, just trust me, we'll answer questions for you better than better than Saber Spark will on this topic. This is true. This is true. Yeah, so, uh, so again, yeah, thank every... <laughs> <laughs> thanks everybody for watching and listening and um yeah i hope you enjoy the new format too because uh because this is a fun thing that we're yeah. trying for the first time we're just you know spicing things up you know gotta try new things gotta yeah. change gotta things. change things yeah so, you know don't be scared to change yeah and we'll be back next week with a completely different format as well for yeah. fun and profit but mostly fun and yeah. dabbing yeah <laughs> Keep an open mind and remember you are not alone in this abyssal darkness. We are here and we shall face the darkness as brothers. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Read Berserk and watch Nimona. <laughs> Good night. Good night.
Thank you.